Let's pray. Lord God, we do praise you for instituting baptism as a sign and seal of your covenant of grace to us. Lord, we praise you for Mackenzie Grace, and we pray that she would grow in the grace and the knowledge of you all the days of her life, and that Joel and Sheree and all the parents here would faithfully instruct their children in your word. Lord, give us wisdom and joy and grace in raising our children in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Protect them from the temptations of the enemy and uh, the weakness of their own flesh. Lord, give us all a zeal in improving our baptism by serious thought and joyful praise that we would remember the privileges and the benefits which our baptism seals and that we would draw strength from your death and resurrection, Lord Jesus, and joy in your presence. Father in heaven, we lift up in prayer the Elliots this morning and we pray that Audrey would be healthy and strong in the birth of their baby, which is due any time now. And we pray that Mike would uh, find a job which would meet uh, their financial needs and give him time with his family and time to develop the ministry there. <clears throat> Father, we pray for the young men whom he has been meeting and whom, whom he's contacted, Chris and Luke and Jake, Mark and Al. Lord, thank you for sovereignly bringing these young men into to, uh, Mike's life. I pray that uh, their eyes would be open to the truth of the gospel and uh, to the heresy and the error of Mormonism. Lord, we pray that when Mike is cast down, that he would hope in you and praise you as his God, who is almighty. Father in heaven, we pray uh, for Bill and Kim this morning, that they would rest in you and pray in faith as they seek for a place close to Omaha for Peter, uh, or open their eyes to see an option they, they haven't even thought of yet. Lord, work in Peter's heart also, that it might be changed by your power and for your glory. Lord, we thank you for the work of the AAA Center for Pregnancy Counseling here in Omaha. And we lift them up. We pray for sufficient funds to operate and grow in their outreach and their influence, uh, not only in this area. And we pray for enough volunteers uh, to help and to serve there. Lord, we pray for Rodney as he comes to speak in a few minutes, that he would speak with joy and in the power of your Holy Spirit. And that we would understand and apply your precious word from Galatians and be thankful for the liberty which we have in Christ Jesus. Lord, make us a church full of servants who are becoming more like our servant king and a church which looks for ways to encourage each other and, and to even outdo one another in showing honor. And now, Lord, we ask that our hearts would be open as we prepare to come to the table of the Lord. Fill us with your Holy Spirit and cause us to understand more fully and come more joyfully to this communion meal and be spiritually nourished. We have come boldly, Father, to the throne of grace with confidence of access and confidence of answered prayer through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <clears throat> I'm not sure if you're aware, but every time you come forward each week when we have uh, communion, we come to the table of the Lord uh, and you come up to receive the or you receive the crackers and the wine while you're seated, that you're unconsciously recognizing different levels of authority. And that is what the fifth commandment is about, honoring and respecting God-given authority. And uh, as, as I can in the next several months, I'd like to continue going through the shorter catechism, the Westminster Catechism, and uh, be, that would help us to prepare for the communion uh, meal. And today we're on question and answer 63, which is, what is the fifth commandment? And the answer is, the fifth commandment is, honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. 
And I didn't plan this. Certainly the Lord did on this precious day. Now, when we come to the table of the Lord, we are unconsciously, again, maybe recognizing, first of all, the authority of the Lord Jesus, who commanded that we keep the ceremony until he comes. And secondly, we are under the authority of parents and uh, husbands as they instruct uh, their families in the meaning of the table of the Lord. And then finally, we're under the authority of the church, of the elders, who are charged with guarding the table and keeping it faithfully. Now, in the beginning, the family was the only uh, God-given institution. This was the authority structure which God instituted to rule uh, man, being also the spiritual and uh, political or civic authority for all. People, for all. Uh, but after the fall, two other institutions were given, the church and the state. Now, the church exercises spiritual government and authority in the propagation of the gospel and the care of believers. And the state wields or bears the sword to restrain lawlessness and evil in our society. And these distinct jurisdictions are important and uh, limited and shouldn't be blurred or mixed uh, <coughs> or allowed to take over each other's roles. For example, the state should not have ultimate authority in the education of our children. The authority and responsibility for that was given to parents with the word as our guide. And the church can uh, assist and guide certainly the family in many ways, uh, but not take over or interfere with the husband's or the father's God-given role. Churches should build up and encourage husbands and fathers in their role as the, the head of the household, uh, but not do it for them or let them abdicate. And the family should not uh, try to carry out all the functions of the church either or become a church unto themselves. Now, sometimes abuse of God-given authority must be resisted uh, by the state if the state is asking you to do things that are uh, unbiblical. For, for example, Peter and the apostles uh, were, were commanded by the authorities to stop preaching. And they said in Acts 5.29, we ought to obey God rather than men. Now, the Scottish governors certainly did this uh, when the English government uh, was... Uh, taking on ecclesiastical authority, which they should not have done, and dictating how the churches should uh, worship at that time. And the covenanters resisted to the death. But back to the original institution, the family. Respecting the authority of parents, honoring your father and your mother is, is the anchor of any society. Disrespect for parents is serious because it breeds disrespect for the Lord, certainly, and which leads to disrespect of other biblical authority in the church and the state. So, we have weak churches because there is disrespect of biblical authority. We have violence in our community because we have disrespect for God-given authority. And we have political leaders who don't care about God's law because they don't respect God-given authority. Now, this commandment is the only commandment with a direct promise associated with it. It says that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Now, the promise doesn't mean that every individual who keeps this uh, will live 110 years. You know, it's not meaning that. It, what it means, though, in, and I believe in general, though, you do live longer as you obey this in any, in any of the Lord's commandments. But it does mean that God will preserve his covenant people as they obey this command, and he will bless them. And as has already been shared, uh, covenant succession is certainly noted here uh, that we will be blessed and increased in the land for generations if this commandment is obeyed. So you can see it's very important to understand God-given authority and to respect it and to honor it. And to obey this command or any commandment, we certainly must rely on the grace of God. 
His grace in Jesus Christ forgives us and enables us to uh, live for him in the power of the Holy Spirit. And one final thought, I believe, and our elders believe here that one important way that this respect for parental authority is uh, developed or is taught is when we have consistent family devotions and time in the word together. So we are coming to this table to partake of the communion uh, of the Lord in obedience to the command of the Lord who has all authority. And we're coming as families and in, in, as individuals uh, with family members submitted to the head of the household, which is why we have the, uh, when possible, the head of the household come forward to receive the elements and to distribute them. And we come to the table as it is administered by the authority and the oversight of the elders. And praise God for the authorities he has established, which help us and allow us to partake of this sacrament wisely and joyfully. Let's pray. Lord, we do praise you for instituting the family, the church, and the state, and for your sovereignty and power over all, all authority. We thank you also that we can come to the table of the Lord in obedience and in joy because of your work on the cross and for your kindness in providing authorities for us until you come. Lord, we praise you for your commandments, the law of liberty, and that you bless those who keep your commandments. Lord, we come now to remember your body broken for us and your blood shed for us, and we rejoice in your salvation. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we pray. Amen.